0: We haven't heard that in a long time. No, we have not. How's everybody doing today? This is actually an inside joke. We tried to record this earlier, and the power kicked off on us, so we're going to go over all this stuff yet once again. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Get it on.
1: Hope all of our fans out there appreciate all the hard work that we're putting into this. (laughs) I should say you're putting into this.
0: Uh, We're all putting hard work into this. Yep. So... Nothing like running to the gas station, getting fuel for the generator, so you can hook up the generator just to record. Yeah, shitty ass weather. Yep, Windy. living in Hickville area that we're in. <laughs> well, um, we have some exciting news. We have Rocky from Rockhound Radio gonna join us next weekend, next Saturday, for our D and D session. Where it will be today will be my final session DMing for season one. And we're going to go ahead and kick off season two with Cam. Cam is going to go ahead and take over the helm at DM, and he's going to DM his story. And uh, Cam works closely with Rocky in his podcast over at Rock Hound Radio. So if you guys get the opportunity, go over there and check them out. Uh, It's a great listen. They talk about some great things, and we'll leave a link in the description below. So, without any further ado, what do you guys think? Where do you think your characters are going to end up? Dead. This almost feels rehearsed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. If Ruik survives, he'll probably just move on
2: to whatever the next uh, continent or kingdom is and get out of Memora for a while.
0: Gotcha. You think he'll return home in the Kulpslav Empire? Uh, probably not. Probably not. So that's going to be the last time he'll see dear old dad and Brant and all those fine folk. Uh, and right. Mama. So, what's... He's on a vengeance and his character. Your arc has changed from where you were. You went from, you said, um, you know, kind of trying to be a good dude, but a consistent telling lies that just kind of build and build and build but <clears throat> your your character now since he got knocked out is has more of an evil outlook do you care to elaborate on that a little bit uh he just wants to kill
2: the man that he deems responsible for his imprisonment and that'd be uh
0: Kane gotcha All right. Vorden. Vorden has been extremely quiet the past couple sessions, not a whole lot. And you had said that um, he's in deep thought about Sarah and how Sarah was taken away from uh, her God and and ascended into the heavens is the way I understood it. Care to elaborate on that?
2: He doesn't... doesn't want their friendship to end like that. Gotcha. As in, just close friends, just knowing her for so long, and... have her just disappear. And that... doing some religious acts that he knows of that she did might bring some some form of, eh, not really closure to what transpired, but optimistic that his actions might bring a... Reunion between the two of them.
0: So he's yearning to see her yet again, to to probably, in a, in a sense, get to say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Um, I was very surprised when you said that Sarah was taken away from all of that by her god. Um, yeah. That's that's very interesting. So do you see Major Vorden, well, former Major Vorden, do you see him following uh, Ruick to... Possibly demise and death.
2: No. Say, his outlook on life has changed as well. That he's more solemn. And I don't know if... Because technically, that that battle was his first time commanding troops in battle. Because he was more... Of a bodyguard essentially right so being put in charge of people that was kind of out of his jurisdiction and how he kind of acted during that battle because he's not really used to all that
0: that makes sense and you kind of seen it I I I think that hopefully uh, the battle scene gave a sense of fear to you guys like we're 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 going we're, we're losing we're going to die Hopefully, I was successful in conveying that. Even yep. to the listeners, would, that would be amazing. Successful, Hopefully, I got the like, job done.
1: Can, can we talk about the idea that the battle definitely felt unwinnable, no matter how hard we tried to sway that in our favor?
0: <laughs> it was meant to.
1: Taking an entire uh, one of those airships, and no matter how high it could roll on Intel, you forced us to
0: So <laughs> So the, the one that. thing that I really wanted to do was I really wanted to have your decisions impact so like the airship decision impacted with where you sent it and how you wasn't there because of the time difference and how it ended up back in Ruicksville when uh king kane had found out that you know ruick had betrayed him and has been spending time in the north and and whatnot and they had taken over Ruicksville. uh they also inherited the airships and enough time had passed to where they were actually able to build these massive ships to use them against the North, and why they were able to move so quickly—kind uh, of a blitzkrieg method, you know. So that was that was kind of an impact due to some decision making. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, I've been doing well with that. I've been trying to make your decisions impact the outcome of the story in whatever way, whether it be negative or positive. So, Itrix. Where do you see your character? Right now, he's been s- taken back to the Citadel to help prep for, what was it, preparations for the possible invasion of uh, the Free State yeah. of Duncaster. Yeah.
1: I'm still not sure what it was. I just know I was summoned. Yeah. I was hidden away there.
0: <coughs> yeah. So do you see your character uh, alive, dead? Do you have any ambitions for your character? Where do you want him to be by the end of this?
1: Well, I'd like to hopefully be alive, but I know that some, some of my friends might be heading to Solaris to look for some of the people that were traded for their freedom, and I feel partially guilty for that, so I might go help them get their freedom, or
0: pain oh you should feel partially guilty for that i mean hell you took cadmus's woman away from her i did not from know me. yeah I didn't, I didn't physically know that though yeah yeah i mean like sure what? Oh, man <laughs> it's just it's horrible that you would sacrifice so many human lives for um for these four i mean that's it's horrible but you must think the world of them three three yeah three <laughs> I'm waiting on you to say I didn't make that decision. That decision was made by my jackass DM. That's what you're supposed to be down there saying, Billy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Fucking jackass yeah. he is. Our ass jackass DM put us into some serious situations, but you know, yeah. as good players, we that's have how to make DM good is. Decisions. He's using ass. Uh, I Makes, try to be make decisions like that. Fuck up everything. <laughs> you
0: just wait. You better watch your mouth, boy. Why don't you kiss my ass? <laughs> what are you doing now? I know, I know he's gonna fuck me. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, right, I know where he is, and you're gonna like it too. Yeah, no, I ain't gonna like shit. <laughs> right. So Cadmus, now that Itrix is done, where do you? What do you? What are your? I, I know that your character feels like he's responsible. Deep down, you know that it is uh Itrix did this. You he
3: has just, a deep inclination. Yeah, yeah. Based how, on what Frank said, and
0: how does that resonate your anger? Like, when you find the person responsible for this, you're just gonna... You, you made the statement that you'll probably use Fire Breath for the first time since Temeridion.
3: Yeah. It's very possible if... Entrix doesn't say anything else.
0: See, because we have to remember, we always try to play... We don't metagame. But there's always, like, if, some, if something happens to me... Yeah. I automatically have an inclination of... Well, it was Dalton that did it, that son of a bitch. (laughs) You know? So I feel like that's kind of what's going on with Cadmus. He's like, I know it was Itrix. Yeah. I mean, I'm grateful that he got me out, but damn. Because Frank made the remark that some
3: mage did it to free his friends. Right. So it's like, well, I was freed. And Itrix is a mage.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And that was meant to be able to be pieced together as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
3: for sure. So he's definitely not happy. He would have rather
0: stayed a prisoner if Rita was able to stay free.
2: Speak for yourself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what is Cadmus' endgame, whether good or bad?
3: Well, if he is able to find Rita, since she's now as said, a slave in Solaris, he wants to try to free her, and he's gonna leave Memora. He's gonna go to somewhere that's more human-friendly and He's going to hopefully marry her, and they're just going to live out the rest of their days.
0: So is he going to enlist in an army somewhere down the line again and just, like, leave her at some bounty hunter's (laughs) guild?
3: No, he'll... Cadmus is getting up there now. He's probably done with all of that. He's
0: done with all that. Okay, I was wondering, because I'm like, man, just some of the decision-making is honorable. I I feel like your character has a sense of wanting to regain his honor. However, um, I'm like, damn, what are you doing? (laughs) it's
3: always known since he's been in memora really
0: right well that's it's it'll be interesting to see where you wind up and how far you all let ruik drag you yeah and with that jared what is who jared who roderick there you go yeah Jared, what do you feel, and how do you feel the quest will for Roderick? Oh, have to
1: okay, listen. I love playing Roderick, and if you people out there don't love Roderick by now, you should. So I
0: absolutely point. love him.
1: <laughs> so um, I am going to do everything I can to keep this guy from getting killed. Um, so my my end game for this guy is if these other players, because by the time we reach Solaris, everybody's got so many different goals. They're not. They don't. They technically coalesce if they know each other's goals, but it, you know that's a meta thing. But if, as in character, um, Roderick doesn't know Jack Diddley. He's just joining the party so that um, Arthur can reach his uh, – well, Ruick can reach his uh, goal because he thinks he's some kind of special dignitary to the king. And he feels like he owes the guy since he paid for his dinner the night before and all that good stuff. So, right. you know, I – um, I definitely enjoy playing the character. Um, definitely went down some routes that I wasn't expecting for him to go down. I didn't expect to be a fallen Aesomer at this point or anything like that. I expect to be the delightfully naive uh, and, and descri- Tali.
0: Describe to us what you did to take him down that road and how you altered him with taking the extra class of barbarian just specifically for that reason and the role play behind it and the ideas behind
1: it the the fun behind it is everything that happened in that battle that literally you threw everything at us and that no matter how hard we tried like there was no way we were supposed to win that battle and um when i came to the conclusion that we were literally supposed to lose um it was either die to the it was either fight to the death or near death or just literally lose all hope and that's the i took the second option because it was definitely a route that the character typically wouldn't take, and um, now I'm this hard-as-nails, uh, tough guy kind of guy. When he's sober and when he's drunk, he's old Roderick that's like all kind of naive and happy-go-lucky kind of dude. So, um, again, I love playing this character and uh, all that. I'm not used to being the in-your-face kind of person and all that, and it's a lot of fun, but... Uh, Definitely uh, have a lot of fun planned for this next session here, and then um, we're retiring for a little bit. Um, I'll be pulling uh, one of my older characters out of the uh, dust closet and give him a chance. And
0: I believe that you're going back with your bard, aren't you? Yes. And so um,
1: a lot of Uh, people like... yes, Elias. So a lot of people like to go... Bard, he's got some cool, cool spells or whatever, but, you know, Ilias is a totally different bard from, you know, from the, what people say. Um, mm-hmm. he's, he's strictly musical. He's strictly uh, hide and run and not be in combat. And he's, he's kind of a seducer. Traditional bard in the sense of, you know, the seduce seduction and all that good stuff, but, mm-hmm. like, more of, uh, you know, he's all about performance and the next story and that kind of thing there, right. so.
0: And we'll be using him I'll be a player, and Cam will be DMing for us yep, and his looking amazing for sh- storyline that <clears throat> we've been waiting to jump back into and finish up. Um, does anyone have anything that they'd like to add?
1: We're meeting in Square, right? Yep. yep. Right. We'll be
0: meeting in the Square when we start, and we'll go from there and we'll watch the chaos ensue. And, oh, the control chaos. Yeah. And with that... Um, no, it's exciting. It's exciting to get season two underway. It's exciting to uh, keep playing and build. Uh, Billy has now become a permanent member. The Drunken Spear Tabletop Gaming. Good grief. Whoop, whoop. So, that's exciting. And um, we still got to get you a t-shirt. So I want a hoodie. Yeah. Well, I got to find a maker first. <laughs> I want a Speedo. Pissed off my last maker. Oh, jeez.
1: <laughs> you, you need to get me a Speedo. Yeah,
0: a Speedo with that big um, old... Uh, Oh yeah, drunken, yeah the, the deep, hogs. drunken spear the right, hogs. On, right across right on the, the front back front of the side of it. <laughs> and then he'll say, "Drunken spear across the ass." <laughs> yeah, or, or or I can, can have the, the hog on the on the front. Yeah, has got to be on the front. That the the clamps. Absolutely, <laughs> I'll
1: wear it in here. <laughs> you yeah, know that. All right, guys, you better wow. knock this off. <laughs> What's next, chair? Nibble clamps. Yeah, just keep talking down there, Billy. <laughs> He's got your number. Can
3: you imagine though fishing on a boat, and then a boat goes by and they just see Jared. Sitting on the edge.
1: Right. This <laughs> time Roderick has the cast off armor, so if you need him to be dexterous, he'll be stripping, so.
0: No, we're talking about in real life, you know, with your oh yeah, I'll wear it
1: in here. <laughs>